0: Lady Charmaine, are you sure this shadow work is light work? It looks questionable to me.
1: It's fine, McZuffy.
0: But what about toxic light work?
1: Ugh, just grab a warm beverage and settle in.
0: In scene. Just misfits.
1: Hello, beautiful misfits. Are you fed up with the good vibes only crowd? People telling you where to go and how to be present? Afraid to make your own choices and free to be you?
0: Feeling just
1: trapped? Us too. Join us as we turn the light out on spirituality and get comfortable with the shadows right now with Misfit Mondays.
0: Hello, beautiful people. Mick Zephy here. Pronouns are any and no. And with me as always is Lady Charmaine, pronouns she and hers. So now that the sun has gone away, It's raining more than ever. Know that we'll still have each other and you can stand under my umbrella. Ella, Ella, A, A. Sorry, I know. I promised y'all that I was going to sing and it's going to be horrible and off off key at some points. And so you're welcome. Um, So today we calm the storm of others by asking, how can I avoid being a happiness bully when my loved ones or unloved ones are storming and going through their shit? Um, So yeah, Um, I think today... I think Charmaine and I really wanted to talk a little bit about the the empathy versus sympathy and really, you know, connecting with boundaries. Um, Brene Brown, who is like basically my queen on anything relational or talking about shame and blame, uh, Brene Brown talks about empathy fueling connections and sympathy driving disconnection. Um, And for me, when I see empathy, it's being able to tap into your lived experience to find a shared experience with whoever that you're relating, relating to. And this is something that's hard earned and empathy is really a journey inward to, to expand to explore outward um and empathy is really like leaning in to listen to and holding space for people who are going through things and that and holding space can be a really difficult thing because sometimes our ego gets up and caught up and you're like well i need to do x y and z thing i need to do this i need to do this because you're trying to cover some sense of inadequacy when you're holding space um, and you're trying to ensure that that person feels better about the situation but really have you paused to think you know what is it that you need how can I show up for you? What are your needs and how, and how do I do that? Because I think that is where that connection comes from because sympathy sometimes, or, you know, on the flip side, we sometimes have that, that thing where it's like, well, at least you didn't, you know, at least X, Y, Z thing didn't happen. And so you're trying to, you're eliciting this, this sense of sympathy, but really in that sense, it's, you're not paying attention or you're not being mindful of what that person needs in the moment. So it's really looking at how can we you know, cultivate this sense that I love the word cultivate, it's such a beautiful word, but uh, cultivating this sense of connection um, versus driving this, this connection and where can we meet in the middle? Because it, you don't have to go all the way to that person, you can just meet them where they're at right now. What are your thoughts on that, Charmaine?
1: <sighs> well, okay, so I just quickly, because you know, it's me, it's the mom in me. Uh, I just wanted to give definitions. So if anyone is really not quite understanding of sympathy and empathy and what what makes them different, um, sympathy is acknowledging another person's emotional hardships and providing comfort and assurance, where empathy is understanding what others are feeling because you've experienced it yourself. Uh, So it's really two sides to the same coin, and both can be very truly heartfelt. Very truly heartfelt. So it's not that one is necessarily better than the other, but I don't have the same lived experiences that Zephy has. And Zephy doesn't have the same life experiences that I have. So while we can sometimes be sympathetic to each other's plights in life, um, there are other times where we have similar occurrences where we can empathize because we understand how it feels to be, hurt by someone that we've we've loved in our lives and um there are ways that we can come together and empathize with each other in that way but at the same time we are very good and i will say that Zephy has taught me this um very good about asking how can i support you and and then taking time to listen to that because we can't always empathize with somebody and we don't know what the other person needs. Sometimes the other person doesn't even know what they need. When when I'm in a funk, I don't always know what I need. Uh, but I do know that even via text, when I'm having a rough day and Zef texts me, how can I support you? Usually that statement in and of itself is enough to be like, I have been seen, I have been heard. My emotions have been validated. In that one phrase, Zeph understands that I'm having a rough time and is here for me if and when I know what I need or need to vent. Um, And I think it's taking that time and space to take a step back, whether you're sympathetic or empathetic, taking a step back, taking the me out of the situation and saying, what do you need? How can I help you? How can I be of service to you in this moment uh, when you are having vast feelings about something you're experiencing? And being okay to become uncomfortable.
0: Right. Because uncomfortability is also not conflict either. And I think sometimes we, we tend to associate being uncomfortable with with, com- with conflict. And that's not necessarily the case. It just means that sometimes um, there may not be certainty around something. And I think not having certainty is not always a bad thing um, because you don't need to fix other people. People have the will to empower themselves. Sometimes they just lack the tools. Um, and I think this is kind of where the boundaries piece of this comes in. Um, and Prentice Hempel, and if y'all are not following Prentice Hemphill on Instagram, go the fuck and do it like toot sweet, like right now. Um, Prentice talks about boundaries a lot and in, mo- in different kind of ways. And one of the, my favorite quotes from Prentice Hempel is uh, boundaries are evidence of our interconnection, not a denial. They're an important skill for just relationships because both trauma and oppression obscure and mistake the true capacity of ourselves and the other. And I'm not even gonna try and explain that. I'm just gonna let that sink in. I'm gonna read it one more time so that way we can have it. Boundaries are evidence of our interconnection, not a denial. They're an important skill for just relationships because both trauma and oppression obscure and mistake the true capacity of ourselves and the other. And, you know, and Charmaine, I know that you and I talk about boundaries a lot because boundaries are change and it's, and, you know, Prentice also had said at some point that boundaries are the place where I can love me and you simultaneously. It's a thin, yeah, it's a thin line. Um, But, you know, that thin line means it it requires you to lean into listening, not just hearing people, but actually listening to people and what are your needs and how can I respect and honor those needs while also respecting and honoring myself. Um, And that's why I love boundaries so much is because boundaries allow you to love people um, with the resources and tools that you have available to you in a way that works for you and also in a way that serves the other person.
1: Yes, and boundary. Oh man, I wish boundaries. I wish that lesson hadn't taken me so many years to to learn. Right. But um, what I know now about boundaries and and setting boundaries is they're yours, and you get to change them. You know, as as you learn and grow, your boundaries may shift a lot. You you at one point you may have been okay with this boundary and something changes that. And you're like, you know what? Nope. I'm moving that boundary back. And that that's, that behavior is now outside of my my comfort zone and my uh, willingness to interact with that behavior. And you're able to do that. Or maybe you learn something and you're like, oh, that used to make me uncomfortable, and so I had a boundary that didn't bring that in, but I'm going to expand my boundary. I'm going to be okay feeling uncomfortable in that moment. I'm going to you know, learn more about myself. Um, so you get to change your boundaries um, at will. The one thing I say there is the best way to have a boundary is to communicate it. <laughs> You can set up a boundary for yourself, but if you're not communicating what that boundary is to others, I no matter what, people are going to toe the line of your boundaries in any situation. Somebody will. Uh, but being okay to have that conversation and say, you know what, this doesn't feel right to me and this is really coming up against, against my boundary and here's why. And having that open dialogue with people, this is why... I have this boundary, you know, allow people to understand that if you have that kind of a relationship with somebody, you know, otherwise just be like, no, no, period. That's a full sentence. No period.
0: So something occurred to me while you're, while you're talking for me, and this is kind of where I think I'm going to have to sit and think about this, but this kind of thought happened boundaries are windows, not walls. So how can I look out while you look in? And are and is that window closed or is that window open? And when and and what and under which circumstances is that window an an open opportunity for you to explore what works for you and what doesn't?
1: Mm. I love how you put things together. I absolutely cherish your mind and the way that you can make words flow together. It is a supreme divine gift, and I hope nobody in your life ever. Uh, takes it on a whim that it, like, how brilliant you are.
0: I wish a bitch would. <laughs> I
1: wish a bitch would. <laughs> no, seriously, like, um, you know, everyone has innate gifts, right? And this is completely off topic, but it's in my heart right now. Um, we all have our innate gifts. And Gosh darn, when somebody can recognize your innate gift and you bless me with it so often and and our listeners, because they get to hear me ramble and then you come back with, oh, here's, here's what this is. And you have this nice like five point essay on all the crap that just fell out of my mouth. And that is a skill unlike any other. And um it is so... Ah oh, it's so vital. It's so vital. It's so vital to the world that we we live in in the oh, you the what's the word like the temperature of, you know, politics and humanity and everything that we're living through, the way that you are able to take information and then pull it together in such a profound way that is easy and understandable and for everybody. It's truly phenomenal so thank you for blessing me oh, well, thank you for mentioning
0: that you know when i was talking to my Astros zaddy the other day colin bedell um <laughs> if y'all haven't known I, I talk about this dude all the fucking time because colin is just an amazing person he's activated a lot of who i am as a person and i was talking to him the other day and he goes you know and he, along the same lines you're talking about he goes you know you have an incredible gift for building containers for which other people can fill with their own capacity and, and you know to and I love that because you know for me that's exactly what I do is I love to build these little containers and then watch how people fill it because you can build the kind of parameters and the guidelines upon which and that's a lot of what I'm trying to do with you know misfit mondays with my own thing house of zef um and it's just building these containers that you can fill with your own brilliance because I really truly believe that we all have so much specialness and uniqueness within ourselves. Um, and I'm going to start crying in about two seconds. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I have so much love for people because I see people as just unique, special beings all in our own right. And to be able to have this gift where I can build a container that you can then take to fill on your own is magnificent that I can barely understand sometimes. And it's not to say that, you know, I, I'm, I'm forcing you to fill it, but I'm creating it in a way that it's easier for you to figure out. How does this work for me? What does this tool mean for me? How can I how can I use this tool to empower myself? And I think it's you know, and then, you know, getting to share space with you and watching how you sometimes fill that container gives me the highest joy. And it's such a treasure to watch as you go. I'm going to explore what this looks like. You've you've got, you've created the safe boundaries, the safe guidelines, the safe space. Here's how I can do it. You know, and actually this is really fucking beautiful because this is really exactly what the heart of this is like, how can I avoid being a happiness bully? It's really acknowledging and showing gratitude, building containers, you know, figuring out what are our strengths and our, what are our strengths and how, how can we live into our strengths? Stop looking at what you don't do well, look at what you fucking do do well and go from there. Because I think that is how you avoid being a happiness bully is by focusing on yourself, focusing on what you can do well, and then letting the other people focus on what they do. And then how do those gifts work together? how those gifts come together to create some divine union, this divine partnership, because that's the course in miracles. And I'm getting into this now course in miracles teaches us that everything and everybody is a divine assignment that we have chosen to bring into this life. And so we are to learn lessons. I think there's like three levels of lessons, uh, three levels of teaching um, that are in the course of miracles. And it's really just, you know, what are you learning and how are you learning? And I think that is that happening, And, you know, and, you know, avoiding being a happiness bully is realizing that, you are learning and to set aside that ego and just to create space and to make space for other people to shine forth their own highest and brightest. Because at the end of the day, that's all what we're really here to do is to further our soul mission and whatever that looks like. And that's my my, uh, rant for the, that's my uh, Saturday morning rant for y'all. You're welcome.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. It is a Saturday morning when we're, uh, recording this and I'm having coffee and lighting candles and like just going through our day. But it, it's so true that in focusing on what our skills and where we want to grow and giving others that same grace, you know, they're, they're learning and growing too. And how can we learn and grow together? How can we uh, help truly? And this goes back to, you know, our divine purpose, but we're truly here to learn and grow. We're, we're here to learn lessons, to grow and to be our highest and brightest. And I don't care who you are or what you do uh, to really light up your highest and brightest is to be in and of service. Now that means different things to different people. Uh, You know, some people are of service and, their work and their career field. Others are, uh, in service in their communities. You some are in service purely in their family household, you know, Mm -hmm. stay at home, moms, single parents, God bless you all, you know, divine bless you all because it's a hard path and you're doing the work. And, um, so there are different ways to be in and of service but truly that is what we're all here to do to learn grow and be of service to each other so that got super spiritual everybody do what you need to do that you know appeases your belief system uh because that's the sermon today
0: (laughs) (laughs) we had like a brief thought of like oh maybe we'll do something different this time and then happen. Because um, sometimes I, I think I think once you start like <laughs> making space for people, that's when you allow creatrix or your divine power, higher power to flow through you and really just start asking yourself, you know, universe, how do you dream for me? Because mm-hmm. when you let the universe dream for you, magic happens. It's, magic it's happens. Beautiful.
1: I agree. So should we do a little guided meditation.
0: If you want to do one to close this out. Let's close this out. It feels like it was a really deep (laughs) conversation. Yeah, it
1: got really deep. So let's, all right, so go ahead and get comfortable wherever you are. Go ahead and pause, come back to us. Close down your eyes if you feel comfortable or just lower your gaze to like three feet in front of you. Let's take a couple of nice deep breaths. In through the nose, out through the mouth. And in through the nose.
2: And out through the mouth.
1: And as we come into our natural breath, just take a moment to scan your body. there's anything you're feeling, you know, are you feeling hungry or feeling tightness in your shoulders? You know, go ahead and relax any muscles or areas that are feeling tight.
2: And then come to
1: your heart center and really think into the boundaries that you have in your life.
2: in the first couple of boundaries that come up for you. How did you set these boundaries? And why did you set these boundaries? Are the boundaries out of fear? Fear of being hurt?
1: Do they come from just... Learned through your family or traditions. Take a moment. These boundaries still feel true and correct for you, for who you are today. And if not. Where would you like to expand or
2: contract these boundaries?
1: And as we're in this heart space, sitting with these boundaries, Remind yourself with this affirmation, I am worthy. I am love.
2: I accept myself. I am worthy. I am love. I accept myself. I am worthy. I am love. I accept myself.
1: Going forward today, I grant you clarity clarity to come in, whether it be through signs or synchronicities in your life this week, that help you to find and express your boundaries fully, without fear, without shame. And with that, I hope with every lesson that you learn going into this and through this, you can come out with gratitude. Remember to show gratitude for all the small things, all the wins, even the little wins in your life. That gratitude will help raise the vibration, bringing more and more of what is divinely right for you into your circle and helping you to keep Commitment to your boundaries. And when you're ready, go ahead and slowly open your eyes. Coming back to the here and now. And know that we are so grateful for you. Thank you for tuning in to misfit Mondays every Monday. Follow us on social media. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from people. So if you have a question or um, just a comment, send it our way. even if it's something you don't like, we are open to hearing discontented information as well. If you feel like we did did a disservice to a topic, send it our way. Let us, uh, let us uh, chew on that and make some adjustments. We are happy uh, to be of service to all of you. Thank you for your time, namaste.